Hey guys, and welcome back to the Box Money channel. Today we have a very exciting interview with the COO of CoinGecko. If you guys haven't been using CoinGecko, I don't know where you have been because it's one of the biggest aggregators of information about different cryptocurrency prices and where they're going and a lot of social media information. So today we have a very insightful interview with him about what's going on, not just with CoinGecko, but also with the whole crypto trend as well. So Bobby, thank you so much for coming on board. How has how have things been going? Uh, I think things are great over here. Um, uh, I think market's picking up finally uh, after the close to two years bear cycle. Um, I think DeFi is the trend now. Everything's moving up. Uh, I think Q2 was exceptionally great for all DeFi tokens. Mm. And uh, I think things have definitely uh, exploded with Wi-Fi. And uh, <laughs> now, yes. Yeah, I mean... Everyone's favorite coin, right? Yeah, all of a sudden, and I think that's that's been popping up. So I've still noticed that as well for CoinGecko, you guys have been adding lists very, very quickly. So like almost like every day when a new coin's being at, um, announced, you guys added. Is there a criteria for adding new coins to the two lists? Are you guys just going all in? Yeah. So before this, we've got a relatively lenient listing policy. Uh, any coin that is traded on any exchange, we sort of list them, uh, mm -hmm. and this includes uh, being traded on a decentralized exchange as well. So any coin that was on, on Uniswap, uh, it gets added. But lately, we started noticing that a lot of people are, are pulling off scams on Uniswap. So they create a new token, uh, put it on Uniswap, and then um, provide some liquidity. And after a while, they pull off liquidity, uh, leaving people in bags of tokens that can be sold. Uh, we started to tighten the policy a little bit and and uh, only list coins that um, that um, that that are that are more legit, I suppose. I think I think this was I mean this has been a relatively recent uh, phenomena because previously uh, it was all centralized exchanges. There was no decentralized mm -hmm. exchanges. And also, we sort of were relying on centralized exchanges to make the the wetting or the screening process for coins. And most of the time, a centralized team will only list legit coins, uh, not scams. But when it comes to DEX, uh, decentralized exchanges, things, the rules sort of uh, change in the sense that anybody can list coins for listing. So yeah, uh, definitely we are tightening up our listing policy here to, to, to make sure that there's, there's less uh, cases of scams being listed on CoinGecko. Got it, got it. So right now you can view a lot of different cryptocurrencies on CoinGecko. You guys also have widgets. You, has, uh, you guys have been including exchange data as well. So one thing that you mentioned just now about the decentralized exchanges is that they're suddenly rising in popularity. Obviously, Uniswap, Balancer, they both have huge amounts of trade volume on a daily basis. And on top of that, they have liquidity pools as well. So do you see this as a challenge? Do you see this as an overall trend that decentralized finance tools are already challenging centralized finance and do you think that's we're kind of moving in a sustainable fashion as well yeah so i guess there's two 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 questions there right one is uh your decentralized exchanges and decentralized finance thing kind of move forward uh take it and then really be sustainable as well so i'll talk about a trend first right so mm. um i think i think in terms of trend yes q2 q3 definitely is all about uh, uh decentralized finance decentralized exchanges I think I, let me share some inst interesting insights. So we started tracking internally which are the most popular exchanges on CoinGecko. And one of the surprising facts that we found was that Uniswap was the most popular exchange in Q3. Mm. So, so like so far in July, like everyone's just like searching on Uniswap. So it's like, hmm, I guess this is a trend right now. So more popular than any other centralized exchanges. Um, um, in terms of adding all these different uh, DEXs, yes, it's definitely a big challenge for us. 
Um, mm. A lot of these DEXs, they don't really have uh, a REST API. We don't really, we can't just integrate them like just like how we used to do centralized exchanges. So uh, my co-founder TM uh, pretty much spent a lot of time trying to look through ways how we can get this data and onto CoinGecko. And thankfully, we found a solution on how we can get the on-chain data uh, and integrate them onto CoinGecko. So that's how we have uh, Uniswap, we have um, Balancer, we have... Um, uh, Gnosis uh, protocol and many other DEXs. Uh, I think I think this is an interesting thing. Like we use the graph before we can even do any of this thing, we have to even understand what these DeFi DEPs do. Like how did they <laughs> approve? Right? That is true. That <laughs> like, is true. So so did you like, personally deep dive into this into all this DeFi stuff that's going on? Yeah, you have no choice. Like I mean, if we want to write a wrapper or integrate it, to integrate Uniswap onto CoinGecko, first step is to understand. How to use Uniswap? Yes, and like for most people going onto Uniswap, like well, you know, it seems easy swapping, but like there is a lot of things that goes behind it. How does how the liquidity pool works and yeah. all like so? Yeah. First step: take a look at the site, understand how it works, and then like then try to find a way to co integrate the CoinGecko. So that's so that's that's kind of the thing. I, and I think you guys are one um, of the only ones providing good data for a lot of coins as well. I think like in terms of all the other aggregators, they don't provide as recent relevant information. Even with even um, Uniswap itself, I don't think their price information and graphing tools are there yet. And yet CoinGecko, I think you guys got it. So I think I think I've been using guys pro prolifically for a while. But I think the second question, the second part of the question of obviously is about sustainability, because the biggest problem right now is obviously because Uniswap is becoming one of the most popular exchanges and any coin can list on there now a lot of projects are just like <laughs> listing and pulling a few scams so did you notice that happening were there coins that you took down because they were uh, like scams or whatnot yeah um definitely something that we saw recently because it's such an open pla uh, platform it's an open protocol anyone can can list them so can list tokens there uh, we started noticing some scams uh, some got added so we kind of have a blanket policy to not list coins that are only traded on Uniswap these days, unless mm. we have vetted through them and, and verified that this is not a scam, then, then we add them. So these days, if the coin is only traded on Uniswap, like, nah, we're not going to list them unless we, we definitely verify them first. Got it. Um, how big um, is your verification team right now? Do you like, how many people do you have to verify this? Because I mean, how do you verify thousands of projects? I mean, that's the hard it's, part. It's hard, it's hard, it's hard. <laughs> I mean, you've got a couple, a couple of guys like just checking things and all, but but it's, it's a tough problem, I would say, yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, we're, we're definitely one of the ag uh, leading aggregators out there because as I say, like integrating this data is not simple, uh, mm. not an easy way, not not like any other centralized changes. So, so not many people have figured out a way how to do that yet so we sort of uh, managed nice. to figure out the, the next question i think is very interesting because you also list the plus two percent and minus two percent depth there do you think this kind of exposed a lot of fake trading volume on different exchanges because sometimes you see a million trade volume but the two plus more minus two percent depth is like ten dollars right yeah i think this was a problem for many of the centralized exchanges um they they were reporting like insane amount of volume like 100 million 200 million volume when we first started work on this uh, order book dev uh, one year ago, uh, we saw exchanges that report like over $100 million in daily trading volume for a particular pair, for example, LTC, uh, BTC. Mm -hmm. And when we saw the beta spread, it was like 80%. Like, like, <laughs> That's insane. Obviously. <laughs> it's obviously fake, right? Yeah, obviously fake. And all the trades that happened, like happened between the bid and us, and like they report 100 million, but the, the bid and us was huge. 
And then, like, obviously, at 2% dev, it's a zero, right? Or, right, like, some right. of them, like you say, so like, $10 dollars of fake dollars. volume. They're just, like, they're just, like, telling you guys, telling exchange aggregators, oh, these trades are happening, but they're not real. They're made by bots. And if you actually try to target, and I think this is a, one of the, the issues, right? If you try to actually sell at the prices that you see the trading at, the orders will just automatically magically stop. Like all of a sudden, no one would do anything anymore because now I think you triggered something on the on the bots, and the bots don't want to play anymore. So they just kind of take a break until you take your orders down. So even if they're reporting a hundred or two hundred million dollars of volume, I don't think you can even sell ten dollars worth of a coin. So that was the situation in twenty nineteen. But I guess right now with the with Uniswap. You do actually have real debt because if liquidity pool is full, so long as you know it's not a pump and dump and people remove that liquidity instantly, so long as the liquidity is inside the pool, you do have that debt, right? So I think all of a sudden that's why people are starting to like Uniswap and Balancer and these automated market machine market made exchanges more. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think I think this automated market maker thing is uh, definitely a game changer uh, because with that you can sort of get a liquidity, get some sort of liquidity. But mm. I mean, the price may not be favorable if you try to sell a large amount. But like there is some liquidity. I mean, there's definitely a big win compared to like ninety percent of the other centralized fake volume trading exchanges. So mm. you sort of beats any of them hands down. Oh yeah, there's another point which I wanted to say just now, but I forgot talking about the fake coins on Uniswap, right? So mm -hmm. I've given talks with, in Uniswap and they are working on some sort of um, of 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 uh, a list to sort of see where to curate the list and not oh. just list maintained by Uniswap, so that this will sort of kind of like um, uh, prevent some sort of this um, uh, fake coins being listed on Uniswap. Not, I mean, you still be on Uniswap, but like if it's not on CoinGecko, for example, we may maintain a list, and then someone else will maintain a list. Then, then we sort of know like which sort of coins will will be more legit if it's on CoinGecko or some other places. Got it. So it's like a decentralized list, like multiple places will have their own list and kind yeah. of like the creation process done and sourced by multiple pe different people to kind of clean up the space. Interesting. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. So, okay, so now we talked about this listing process. Now let's talk about decentralized finance. Obviously, it's been picking up a lot recently. A lot more projects are coming in. So are you guys... Uh, what's your outlook on this? Do you think it's too fast, too furious that all of a sudden we kind of re-entering that 2017 mentality? Or do you think this this is what we should be doing anyways? <laughs> yeah, so I think everyone in the crypto space want to enter 2017, 2018 again. We all want to have the bull run. Um, mm -hmm. um, we all thought they would come by last year. It didn't happen. Everyone thought like, some people were saying STO will be the one that will make bring us to the bull run that happened. Some people say IEO will be the one that didn't happen. So maybe DeFi is the one. Uh, I think if anything, like it's quite hard to say. Like the next six months will probably be crucial mm. in determining whether we are going to enter the bull run or not. Uh, I think we are still at the early innings, like maybe the first base of an uh, actual bull run. I mean, it may Do you have any and interesting data can share with us because obviously um as a website do you see in traffic going up do you see new people browsing do you do you keep uh, um is there anything you can share about that from that angle of where you're coming from yeah definitely so i think for the past year or so right like i mean our traffic's been hovering around like 15 million monthly page views or so mm -hmm. like it's been pretty stagnant like mm -hmm. during the past year you know and then like the past one two months like traffic has definitely increased uh, significantly for us. So the is market it, hype is real. Right. Is uh, it like one or two X or is it like 10, 20, 100 X sort of increase? <laughs> more like 
2x, 1.5, 2x. So we haven't really got that 10x. So that's why I I say that I think market's picking up, Mm -hmm. uh, but we are not seeing like a massive bull run yet. Uh, And and what I feel is that a lot of this is like, it's internal, it's just existing crypto folks looking into DeFi. Mm -hmm. And we haven't really reached a stage where like the the outsiders are coming in again. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if you remember 2017, 2018, like, all your friends that haven't talked to you in years like started calling you, hey, is this a good time to buy Bitcoin? It's like, yeah, that's when you know like, like market hype's there, that's, right? So, so, so yeah, that's when your taxi driver, your <laughs> your whoever, like the person selling you in the notes newspaper, they're talking about crypto. And I, I think I definitely think that's so as well. I mean, recently I've been in a lot of chat groups. I've seen a lot of old faces come back and become active again, all of a sudden searching this. But it's definitely not the 2017 levels where you just see, I still remember going to New York at that time and just a banker in suits i have no idea what crypto is but they're like this is the hottest thing in town so i gotta get in you know that was the that was kind of the difference and i don't see that yet but hopefully we'll see how it goes um in a few months in that case uh, we have some community-based questions as well that's asked from a community so so guys thank you guys so much for asking questions as well it's all on boxmining.com but i'm going to pick a few out that are quite interesting so first of all this is about nfts this is asked by zachariah drew so um, it seems like you're the inspiration for BC Hero cards and CoinGecko. Do you have knowledge of this NFT asset? Are you making collaboration? And I've also seen, I guess I've broadened this up to other NFT assets as well. Um, I've seen you guys have the Gecko card. So are you guys big on NFTs? And, um, and do you know about this card as well? Yeah, uh, so I spoke to Joel from uh, uh, Joel Combs from Big Bad Podcast and, and he, he wanted, he, he's launching a project, uh, Blockchain Heroes, and he asked mm-hmm. if uh, CoinGecko is cool to collaborate together. I said, yeah, it sounds like a fun game. We love NFT. Uh, and then he made an NFT out of my, a picture of me, which was, I thought was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, I have a, an NFT, uh, my face, uh, <laughs> nice. floating around on the WAX blockchain. Uh, nice. it's, it's turned into a Telegram sticker as well. So I thought me in a Gecko suit. So I thought that was pretty fun, pretty cool. Nice. Um, I think, I think in terms of NFT, like, I think it's very interesting. If you ask me what's next after DeFi, like, mm. yeah, it's probably NFT. Like, probably NFT, how? Yeah. Not so sure how yet. I mean, at one point, we were, we were all into CryptoKitties, right? Back mm-hmm, in 2017. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were paying stupid gas fees for, for, to buy cats and all. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, maybe it'll come back. And uh, maybe game, I think yeah. I've been pretty big on gaming myself, but obviously I've spotted a few issues. Uh, I've talked a lot about this on my channel, a few issues where in terms of game design, it's very hard for the average person to come in. I mean, you just said one of the biggest problems, you're paying intense gas fees. I mean, these gas fees can add up to the entire game cost, right? Sometimes like we've been clicking $20 gas fees for a while now. So, you know, I think that's one of the potential problems. So we need some scaling solutions for that, but hopefully we'll see what what can happen in NFTs. Are you um, looking into any other of the NFT assets, like the tokenizing art or um, in various games as well? Yeah, I think I think a lot of uh, there's a lot of NFT projects. Uh, I'm not so sure which would take off eventually, but mm. uh, I think I think maybe it's something that takes off. We'll probably get some inspiration from DeFi. Like I mean, at the end of the day, like if something makes people money, like <laughs> people were speculating on cats, people were speculating on like crops on DeFi farming. Now I think if something comes out that has some sort of game element that is addictive and has a chance to make a lot of money really fast, and I think that that that. That's probably a trigger that to got it. To, D, to so NFT. it's a it's a farming game that gives you out NFTs that are worth real money. Done deal. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> 
Okay, this is actually quite interesting. Okay, so this is question eight from Coin Crypto Maniac. So is CoinGecko researching the possibility to migrate site on decentralized hosting such as IPFS, BTFS, and will a fully decentralized fast dynamic site be possible within the next few years? I think to decentralize CoinGecko and to IPFS. Yeah, decentralized CoinGecko. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I think he asked an interesting question of how because I mean CoinGecko is obviously a centralized service at this point in time. Everything's centralized from the team to the website and everything. Um, I think decentralization is a process, and um, how fast we get there um, is something that we talk about internally, uh, not very actively or seriously at this point in time. But it's mm -hmm. something that we think: is there a way to decentralize CoinGecko at some point in the future? And if there is a way, how do we do that? Is the current infrastructure ready for us to decentralize if you, even if you want to? So these are questions that, that we ask. Um, and I think there is, for us, from our point of view, there is no real rush to decentralize at this point in time. But mm -hmm. maybe in the future, when the infrastructure is more ready, like maybe we can consider it further. Um, I think there is some aim or some intention to do that because we are obviously, at the end of the day, in a decentralized space. But how or when, we don't really have the answer right now. So it's something that we have thing and see how the space mature and, and find a way to do that. Got it. Thank you. We also have a question from Tame. Um, he asks, um, how do you verify the circulating and total supply of a token before adding it to your site? Yeah, so most of the time, we the total supply is pretty relatively simple in the sense that uh, if it's an ERC-20 token, like it's typically on it. Etherscan and you can get the total supply. But for circulating supply, we have to verify it with the team. So uh, I'm just going to talk about the, the ERC-20 token. So what we do is we have a spreadsheet, which we pass to the team and ask them to provide all the addresses that are held by the foundation, by the team, mm -hmm. uh, locked team tokens, locked investors token, any tokens that are locked, then they cannot be transferred and they submit it to us. And then we will take a look, we verify and we check if everything sort of check out, then we sort of add them onto CoinGecko. Uh, and then for coins that are uh, proof of work, for example, Bitcoin, Litecoin and all, typically the block explorer will have uh, an API endpoint that shows how many coins that have been mined. So we take those coins and I mean the, the API endpoint and then we add them onto CoinGecko to read this. Got it. And I think one of the biggest questions to do with lock tokens, right? Because sometimes teams can have some soft locks on there for the token. So do you have a verification process to check if they're, like, they're really locked by a smart contract or if it's locked by, you know, maybe one or two signatures, you know, like is there, is there a separation or difference here? Um, it's, a, it's, a tough, it's a tough thing. I mean, at this point in time, uh, we rely quite a lot on the integrity of the team to provide us with legitimate information uh, and not fraudulent information. I mean, if the team wants to lie, then then uh, at some point things will break apart and, and it's on the team. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, if a team comes to us and say like, oh, uh, hey, I've got a coin and, and no tokens, no addresses are locked, everything's unlocked and we have a market cap of like $10 billion. Like, obviously, I mean, that doesn't make any sense and we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't list them. Right, right. So right. a bit of uh, art, if you want to put it that way as well, to see. Yeah. yeah, that's true. There's no real science to it because every case is different. And I think the next leading question, obviously, is to do with unlocks. Do you, uh, would you be interested in putting like potential unlock times on the website as well? Potentially, if you know X amount of investor coins get unlocked, would you be like, you know, would you be interested in adding that as a feature to tell people, oh, some coins unlock tomorrow? Be careful or something like that. <laughs> I actually, you brought up a very interesting suggestion. We didn't talk about that. Uh, never thought about doing that yet. But 
I mean, at this point in time, the way we count circulating supply is we track by addresses. So mm-hmm. you can go to a circulating supply on, on coin page, click on the, the question mark icon, and it breaks down like all the addresses that are locked and it tracks the either scan or Binance Explorer, whichever mm. token, uh, mm. the, the chain that is on, and it sees the number of coins. Um, but actually, you brought up a cool point, a good point. We can actually ask the team and, and, and add the date, like when these coins, these this addresses will be unlocked. But I guess the hard part is, say if you have a, 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 a team token, right? Say you are the advisor to a particular mm. project and then it, it unlocks linearly over the next 12 months like oh, how am i going true. to that's true like, that's a daily it unlocks unlock. every yeah. month daily I mean, unlock or monthly unlock yeah. and then then it's hard but yeah. if it's, there's a particular milestone that's a that's an interesting addition that's awesome cool yeah. I, ho- I hope you guys can yeah. look into that that's that's very interesting because it's like we've been talking about dumpamentos on this channel you know what leads to potential <laughs> you know there's pumpamentos there's dumpamentos and you know if there's one coin one cent coins being unlocked and flooded into a market when the coins are like two dollars obviously that's strong dumpamentos there so maybe that's an interesting addition cool so um also the next thing about is about security right because now with DeFi coming into the space we have a lot more smart contracts and a lot more audits i recently saw you are working with hack and ai for verification do you plan to add more kind of statistics on what whether a smart contract has been verified or whatever exchange has been verified at this current point yeah, so I think we work with Haken mainly to check on ex- centralized exchanges. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these centralized exchanges, I mean, they're obviously holding user funds, so it's paramount that they have uh, strong security measures. Uh, what we what what Haken found was that some of the exchanges don't even have a bug bounty program. Some of them don't have pen tests, penetrative tests, and these are obviously basic security measures which every exchange should have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think that's quite a big plus for us now that we have Haken's uh, cybersecurity score for exchanges. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're working close closer to them with them and see what else can we add uh, to to add more information on cybersecurity for smart contract DEXs and, and, and so on. I mean there's obviously a, a lot of things to be added. So a lot of metrics that we want to track, uh, not just on cybersecurity but for other things as well. Yeah, for yep. sure. Because I was just thinking about that as well. Because I mean, last week we were talking about Wi-Fi, it exploded. But at the same time, in terms of audits, can we start posting um, audits up, whether it's by Hacken or by OpenSea? We have, we have integrated with DeFi score. So there's some sort oh, okay. of a security score there as well. Oh, okay. uh, so yeah, that's something. But but more more is needed. And, and definitely there's a lot more metrics as well, not just security. Uh, I think one of the things that we did with, uh, when we saw all this coming out is a lot of people were asking about, about fully diluted valuation. Mm-hmm. So so it's basically a max supply multiplied by the price and get mm-hmm. fully diluted. Um, and then we added it for coin, on CoinGecko for some of the coins. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of coins on CoinGecko, so it takes a while to add all them. But like uh, we're, we're getting there. We're going to add. This is a new metric and, and something that a lot of people are looking into it, uh, fully diluted valuation. Absolutely, because I mean, obviously, if the circulating supply is only like five percent, then you're in trouble when the ninety-five percent unlocks. And oops, <laughs> you know that's a big problem, right? It's quite funny how the trend has changed. I mean, if you look into the crypto space several years ago, like everybody wants to launch a coin that has a large market cap, right? Because that's like big is strong and mighty, right? But these days, like everybody wants to launch a coin with like the smallest market cap mm-hmm. and like the smallest fully dedicated valuation because then 
people are interested and say, okay, this coin has a strong chance of going big, big, big. Yeah, all of a sudden, like, they're, they're looking at moonshots. I mean, I think this trend started like two or three weeks ago, right? Because Compound came in, it was too big. People were like, oh, maybe it's too big. It got attention, but like, everyone's like, oh, we want, we want everything, something under a million dollar cap now. We want these micro caps. We want to go early. Um, it's insane. And that's one trend, but who knows if it's going to stay long because obviously you're going into a lot of danger zone if you're looking at these micro caps. Who knows if they have any value there? So that's interesting. So interesting to add that fully diluted cap. I think that's very important. That that's like absolutely um, vital. We have um, we have a yield farmer here, uh, Meredith Roses. Um, have you considered presenting your users with information available on something like yieldfarming.info? Yeah. So the team is actively discussing uh, how to get all these APY. You know. Um, uh -huh. Not exactly an easier task. Like, well, obviously you have to understand all these different platforms, play on them, farm on them. And and so yeah, the team is working on them. They are I've seen I've heard discussion, I've seen some prototypes. Uh hopefully when uh, we'll be able to launch something soon. Awesome, awesome. Hopefully. I I'm pretty excited. I think you guys are moving at a really rapid pace, and I think that's gonna be amazing to see what's like in two or three months' time to we've got the information we need. Okay, so I guess we should kind of slowly wrap up all this whole discussion here. I definitely want to thank everyone. Big thank you to everyone who asked questions. Um it's been amazing, and you guys have a chance to win five fifty dollars. I get I guess I'll get Bobby to choose what questions are the most interesting. So that's the most one. I'll just send you a list afterwards and I'll announce the winners um later. Now, concluding up, so now let's just give some overall thoughts about this. So now we're entering a time you said roughly there's what about 1.5x more views coming in. You have more activity. Um, how do you foresee it? Do you think that we are really entering a bull market, or do you think we're kind of in a fake out zone? You know, potentially going back down again a little bit, like some of the hypes that happened last year. Oh, it's a tough question to answer. That I don't know how to answer. I mean, I've I've always got a conservative side to myself. So like I'm like when everyone's really bullish on it, I say, okay, guys, be careful, guys, because this can always go back down. But mm. but the part of me feels that I think we're time we're almost there for the next bull run. Uh, I mean, if you look at the previous cycles, it typically the bull the bear market typically lasts between three to four years. Mm. So I think we are somewhere around there, 2018, 2019, 2020. Um and, and a friend like did uh, an analysis before uh, at the start of this year. He did, did look at Bitcoin's weekly chart, uh, weekly candles, and he mm -hmm. said like it won't be a breakout year this year. It will be a breakout year next year. Mm -hmm. So I think that sort of makes sense if you look at not daily, not hourly. This is weekly candles, so <laughs> there wasn't that many points. Uh, but so I think I think what I I think it's sort of true. I think we'll be seeing some sort of um, we are building this the the ground, building a scene for mm -hmm. a twenty twenty one bull market. So that that's kind of my take on things. Awesome! I hope to catch you up soon. And thank you so much for coming on to this video. I hope everything goes well, guys. Definitely check out Coin Gecko. I think they have a lot of developments going on. That's very amazing. And I hope to see you very soon, Bobby. Yep. Same here.